The Big Red Monster is back for a rematch. We're going toe-to-toe -to -toe with the devil's favorite demon. We watched See No Evil 2. We watch it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. With me today on this holiest of very special days is my co-host, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Aaron, how are you doing on this fine, fine day today? It's a beautiful day today. It is not just beautiful outside, but it is a very special day. It's, it's, it's a holiday, if you will. It is a day for friends and family to come together, for people to sit around and enjoy each other's company to share a beer, to share some good times, and then hit each other over the head with a steel chair. Because it is WrestleMania Day today. So very happy WrestleMania Day to you, Aaron. Well, thank you. WrestleMania weekend is upon us. Uh, you know, Marshall, as you can probably tell, is a huge <laughs> wrestling dork. Loves <laughs> wrestling with a passion. Uh, it is, which is why we chose to do See No Evil 2. See No Evil 2. See No Evil 2. Like last year on WrestleMania weekend, we did See No Evil 1. Before that, we did Pro Wrestlers versus Zombies. That was a fun one. That was a fun one. Uh, I think we're, this might be the end of the line for wrestling themed horror movies. I'm There's sure. way more wrestling themed horror movies. There's Lucha Gore. Thank you. I, 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 there was a Lucha yeah, Monster one. Brawl. Okay. I mean, there's there's other wrestling themed horror movies, but right. let's do honor to Kane. Kane. The yeah. pro wrestler, the big red machine, devil's favorite son. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. indeed. But before we get on to the main event, if you will, we have some undercard uh, opening match business to attend to. <laughs> First being our Horrible Horror March Movie Madness Tournament of Awfulness is uh, winding down. We've just concluded the final fucked up four. Final fucked up four, Which baby. means we're going to re re reveal the results to find out who, which two shit-tastic movies will be fighting out head-to-head -head for a champion of this year's tournament and be crowned the worst of the worst of this past year. Uh, all right, baby, lay it on me. All right, so on the Haddonfield side, it came down to Death House versus Kissing Darkness. And now this one scared me because Kissing Darkness came roaring into this with a head of steam. Yeah. Just bulldozing its way through. Sort of Death House, by the way. It bulldozed pretty much. Death House has been your... That's your pick. That's my pick. Death House uh, is my pick to win my, it all. I'm, I'm completely busted. I'm out. I said the 13th Friday. Not yes. happening. But um, that's okay. But uh, in, a, in a, just a slaughterhouse. Like, just brutal brutality of, of, of the worst kind. The force of will alone. The, if you, uh, uh, last man standing fall counts anywhere bloodbath of a match. Death House destroys Kissing Darkness to move on to the finals. Did you say Kissing Darkness? I, I think I had a little Dusty Rose. Uh, <laughs> kissing Darkness. A little, a little Mike Tyson. Yeah. Little... Kissing Darkness. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping we would catch up. I was like, I heard that. I was like, ooh, that's never happened before. <laughs> we'll chuck up to Dusty. It's my Dusty Rose for the Dusty day. Dusty Rhodes. It's my Dusty Rhodes for the day. Uh, so Death House is moving on. My bracket is still sort of alive. My, my pick is going 
to the finals. Now, moving on to the Crystal Lake side, it came down to Dark Walker versus the Black Room. Now, these two were both surprises to us. We didn't think either one of these would make it this far. I didn't think either one would make it this far. I did Especially have... Black Room. A Dark Walker, I think I had making it this far, but not... I had Dark Walker going into the uh, Elite Eight. Or, uh, uh, epically yeah. Awful Eight, the, pardon the me. The Epically Awful... Yeah, that's yeah. where I had it, too. I had it into the Epically Awful Eight, but not, not the f- f- fucked up four. Uh, so, anyway, it comes down to, again, another bludgeoning bloodbath and a clean sweep yeah. of the votes of, of our listeners and the votes on Instagram. Uh, Dark Walker is moving on to the finals. To the finals. Who would have thought that one Not came through? Me. Not me at all. So there you have it, guys. Our finals are set. So the voting will start this week. Uh, probably by the time you are listening to this, you can start voting on our finals. The final match is Death House versus Dark Walker. One shall stand. One shall fall. One will be crowned the worst of the worst. And I'm so pumped about this uh, about this matchup. I can tell. Oh, God. It's going to be good. It, it should be great. Like I said, I have a chance of, of picking a winner here. My, yeah, my, my yeah. guy is going. I think you're going to get it. I hope so. It'd be. I think it'd be the first time I've actually picked the winner. I've come yeah. close a times, but I've always gotten been proven wrong by the listeners. Uh, so there's that. That's moving on. Last thing that we were talked about before we get to the movie itself is, uh, like I said, it is WrestleMania weekend, and just like the WWE, every WrestleMania weekend includes the Hall of Fame in- induction of the newest class of the Hall of Fame. So we too will induct our newest class to the horrible horror Hall of Fame, and I'm excited to to induct these uh these fine fine candidates this year in our uh actor actresses class section of a Hall of Fame. We are inducting Julian this year. Uh, she was in such fine features as Sweatshop way back on episode, episode four, Spirit Camp, and Knuckle Bones, uh, which was actually one of our preferred movies. We actually yeah, liked yeah. that one. But she's, you know, crying. She, she's a trifecta winner and Spirit Camp and Sweatshop have always, and even Knuckle Bones all have a pretty strong place in our memories on this show. Like we all, those are the ones we also had very strong feelings about. Uh, to, joining her is another female has graced the, the, the airwaves of Horrible Horror many, many times. Uh, Miss Debbie Roshan. Uh, she's been for such fine films as Kill the Rack, Santa Claus. She was also in Death House and many, many other movies. I loved her in uh, Killer Rack. Killer Rack, yes. She was uh, Dr. Kate Thulu. Kate Thulu. Yes, she, she was. She was fucking fantastic. She was. And that one, that was one of her best roles that we've seen her she in. She crushed it. She was so weird. And quirky, yeah, and bizarre, knocked out of the park. I agree with you wholeheartedly. But then, but like I said, Death House. She we didn't even get to see her. She was covered up with a mask. She was, she was leather lace, Le- leather lace. And then in Santa Claus, it was just awful. Chris Samples can't uh, like test that one. Still he did haven't that. seen it. Yeah, you're lucky you Still haven't watched it. Uh, moving on to our director producer category, we are inducting uh, Mr. Danny Draven this year for his roles as a producer and a director on fine films that we did. Killer Eye Halloween Haunt, one yeah. of our all-time favorites. Also a producer on Evil Bong. He was a producer and director on Crips. Yeah, yeah. And he also directed this year's finalist, Dark, Dark Walker. Walker. <laughs> so he is more than adequate, more than deserving right. of being in our Hall of Fame. And lastly, in under our production company, our, our, our as, a, as a whole, we are going to induct brain damage films into this year's class brain damage they they've uh, produced and released such fine movies as alice and merlin which was a pre also a previous one they won yeah the, our very first very turn first. W- a winner bachelor party in the bungalow of the damned 
and not just one, but two. They produced two of our worst, worst movies. That's right. Worst of the worst. And ba- tear it back to you tear as well. Tear it back to you. So I keep, there is nobody more deserving to go into our Hall of Fame than Brain Damage Films. So congratulations to our class of 2019, 2020, or however, 2018, 2019. Uh, you've all deserved it for all your accomplishments, if you will, in the world of horror. Uh, your plaques are in the mail. <laughs> All right, uh, that wrapped up. Let us move on to the main event. See No Evil 2. All right, this movie was released... Oh, uh, really quick. I'm okay. sorry to interrupt. So, go ahead. I just, just thought about it. Going back to the Hall of Fame. Yes. Did you watch the Hall of Fame? No, I did not get a chance to watch it last night. Oh, is it... So, you might miss... It. I don't know if you heard about this or not. I mean, Bret Hart got attacked. What? By a fan. <laughs> like, ran in while he's on stage talking, and someone, like, ran up and, like, tackled him. And a bunch of wrestlers came in the ring and started beating the shit out of this guy. Holy shit. I wish I would have watched that live. Yeah. They're probably going to cut it out Oh, now. they're definitely going to cut it out. Damn it. <laughs> damn it. There's YouTube footage. You, you yeah, I'm going to have to find a YouTube. But damn. <laughs> Why would you attack Bret Hart? I don't know, but he had long hair and a fucking like, Rasta hat on. It's <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Well, maybe that's why the Rasta hat. I don't know. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Oh, man. I'm going to have to look that up. Um... <laughs> anyway, so See No Evil 2 was released on October 21st, 2014, straight to DVD. Uh, no theatrical release. No theatrical release. Uh, it was written by Nathan Brooks and Bobby Lee Darby. Uh, both of them also wrote the WWE film 12 Rounds 3, Lockdown, which starred Dean Ambrose, the res- uh, uh, soon-to-be former WWE wrestler. Uh, directed by Jen and Sylvia Soska, the Soska sisters. They directed the horror movie called American Mary and a few, a few other things. Wait, Soska sisters? Yes. So, wait, wait. Say it again? Jen and Sylvia Soska. Were the what? Directors. Directors, okay. Yes. Um, you can find this movie on Vudu, Amazon, YouTube, Red, iTunes, Google Play, and something called Tubi, which I've never heard of before. But yeah, Tubi. Tubi. Sounds like a Teletubby. <laughs> uh, the cast uh, of course we have Kane coming back to play Jacob Goodnight again uh, every, we're not going to talk about Kane because Kane's Kane every, uh, Daniel Harris joins the cast in this one yes so uh, she was not in the first one but everybody knows Daniel Harris trying to add some legitimacy to this horror movie yes um, again not going to go into her because we all know her we all love her uh, then we have uh, Tamara 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 whatever played by <laughs> Catherine Isabel she's probably kind of known she's got 117 credits she's uh, wow uh, she's starred in the Ginger Snap series, which is kind of a cult fa- favorite. Uh, she was Ginger in all three of those movies. Uh, she's also in American Mary, where she played Mary, which was also directed by Soska's sisters. Uh, she was Gibbs in Freddy vs. Jason. She was also in 30 Days of Night, Dark Days, so one of the sequels to 30 Days of Night. Uh, Disturbing Behavior, Insomnia, and lots of other TV spots as well. Which chick was this? Uh, this was the basically kind of... The, one of the miniskirt, the necrophiliac kind of gotcha, chick. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, then we have Kayla, played by uh, Shaylin Simmons. I think that's pronounced her name right. Anyway, she got six, nine credits, including Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, Final Destination 3, Malibu Shark Attack, Percy Jackson, The Olympians, The Lightning Thief, Good Luck Chuck, Smallville, and some spots on How I Met Your Mother. Other than that, I didn't really go into much of the other cast, but those are the kind of the bigger names here. Yeah, that you, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil is a fun movie. Uh, so let's uh, ring this bell and get this match underway. Ding, um, ding, ding. Oh, actually, I should say before we start, uh, today's drink of the day is a Lion Kugel Summer Shandy because the weather is just gorgeous outside. And we're going to be inside. And we're going to be inside. <laughs> uh, 
But we're going to get through this because we got uh, stuff to do. So movie. Uh, we opened straight away at the crash, so no code open, anything like that. Just credits. Um, I just say a little, little tidbit or fun fact if anybody cares. Uh, at the very end of the crash, the, the camera shows like these two dead girls on a on a gurney, you know, like in, in a morgue. And those are the directors doing That's the what I was getting at when yeah. I was like, wait a minute, hold on. Those sisters, because they look like twins. They look like yeah. this. I was like, huh. Yeah, those and then are when the you directors. mentioned that they were directors, I'm like, oh, that bet that's those bitches. Yep, that's yep. exactly them. They, yeah. so they but, did. During, but during this opening scene, it's kind of reminded me of the first one, in a way. Because in the first See uh, uh, No Evil movie, they're doing like shots of this dirty, scary place. And look, this rusty blade. And oh, this scary, dirty scratchy film stuff and this one it's a little different they're showing like it's it's cut from the same cloth but it's now they're in a hospital or like in a morgue and they're showing yeah you know medical equipment and it's but it's not as scary i'm just like this looks really clean and tidy no in it's like the opening to like a uh like uh er or some medical right, drama or right. something like but that it's, it's the lights are low and they're showing like a long hallway of a hospital yeah and i'm like uh i i, I like i liked it better i'll tell you that but at the same time it was kind of like now we're taking Kane, we're, we're taking Kane out of the dirty place and putting him in a nice clean hospital, <laughs> and we're still going to try the same formulaic crap. Oh, yeah, uh, can't argue with that. Uh, so after the crash, we go to like I said some morgue where we meet our main characters, Amy and Seth, who work there. Amy's uh, Daniel Harris. Uh, Seth is played by some guy. I'm not really talking about him or don't know much about him. Uh, anyway, so right off, the, right off the bat, we can tell that Seth is in love with Amy. There's no yeah, hiding that. There's, there's that, that right cute away. little flirty kind of work flirt yeah. thing going on. Um, we also learned that it's Amy's birthday. So Amy's shift ends, and she gets ready to leave for the night to go out with her meet her friends. Uh, and this is where we meet her boss, Holden, who's in a wheelchair. Uh, in his office is a small desktop safe that, for some unexplained reason, everyone has to put their cell phones in, which is just bullshit. And, like, ah. Uh? Uh, uh-huh. I'm not calling bullshit on this. Okay. Mm-mm. No. So it's hospitals have all kinds of different top policies. And with phones today, you just have a camera instantly right there. Yeah. You're working in a morgue. You have the deceased. You have like, you know, people wanting who can take pictures and that's a big HIPAA violation. So while most likely you're right, they wouldn't have their cell phones, but certain hospitals might have a policy like that. I can see that being legitimate. You want to, okay. you, you know, you don't want to have the, you know, one, you're at work. Yeah. Two, you had the risk of like taking pictures of dead bodies and things like that and posting it. So okay. Well then, uh, Aaron l- l- lawyered. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. boom. <laughs> uh, all right. So all right. Cool. Uh, you know, I will say that thought lingered in the back of my mind, but I was still like in a safe, really, like lock it up in a safe. I gotta get like, but anyway. Again, I don't care. Yeah. Um, but it never really comes into play again later, anyway. So. Uh, Holden gives Amy her cell phone. She's about to leave when a news report begins to play on Holden's laptop, which was also weird that like a breaking news story would come out on the laptop, not the TV. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, the report is reporting on the events of the murders from the first See No Evil movie. So they're talking. So this we find out that basically this is kind of like Halloween two, right? Like, it, it's yes. basically exactly Halloween. That's 2. exactly what I thought too. This is basically Halloween two reboot, you know, for See No Evil. Yeah, and it's it's right after the events of when Jacob Goodnight had a mass killing and he. You know, killed all these teenagers at this hotel, and they're saying, "Oh, we found all these other dead bodies." Yeah. The the body count can be in the do- like the trip like three dozen deaths. Yeah, dozens and dozens, dozens and dozens of deaths. Um, so then right after that, Holden gets a call telling him from I guess some authority or somebody saying that his morgue is going to be receiving nine of the bodies that were found at. Get this- ready. Yeah, get ready. You're getting bombarded. 
Uh, so during this phone call, we get lots of flashbacks to the first movie of people getting killed and just lots of lots of flashbacks. Uh, hearing kind of all this, reminding you what you might want to watch instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hearing this, Amy decides to cancel her plans for a party, and, and and she's gonna like, you know what, I'll just stay here and help you guys out. At least get you know yeah. some of this. Uh, so we cut to Amy and Seth staying on the staying around like the loading dock door, waiting for the ambulance to drop off the last body. And here we can see the morgue. Which has to be part of like a larger hospital because this play- building is fucking huge. It's gigantic. It's a massive building, just giant. But yet, there's only three people working this entire place. I was very confused about this morgue. Yeah, right. Me too. So I was because it's so gigantic. Is this a hospital? Because it feels like a hospital. It feels like a hospital too. Because like I know there's probably a, there's probably a standalone morgue somewhere, but I figure most morgues are in are in. Hospital, exactly. And they are. If yes. they are in a hospital, there's gonna be way more than just three people working there. Like, it's why are there only three people? Right. It's, it's insane. Is this a big city? Is this a small town? You know, I, I don't remember the first one where it took place. I thought it took place in like in L.A. or something. We never really knew because it just, yeah. they, it, we just it just started with the juveniles loading up on a bus and they arrived at a hotel. Yeah. So we just assumed it was a large city because they had this big old massive hotel that'd be run down. So. Uh, I just assumed it was something like in L.A. or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. And so, I mean, let's just assume a big city. Yeah. You well, know, it had to be a somewhat large city of, of a hospital of that size. You but know. is it a morgue? Is it a hospital? I don't know. But it's if it's so a morgue, strange. it's the world's biggest right, morgue. that's what I'm saying. And if it's a hospital, it's, it's the, the world's most abandoned hospital. hospital. Yeah, it's like, what is going on with this place? Like, I don't get it. And like, later, like, they go down, like... Miles, it seems, of hallways. So many hallways. Uh, so many hallways. <laughs> and how many, like, clothing gurneys are there, like, clothing, like, racks are there where they're just like, oh, I want to throw this clothing rack in the way. just clothing racks. Oh, yeah, like, like, like linen, scrub- linen racks. Linen, thank linen, you. linen racks. Linen racks for, like, scrubs and blankets. Towels and, and all. Towels, yeah. yeah. There's, There's tons of those. All over, but I know, and, like, more gurneys than I've ever seen before. Right. It's really confusing, like, what this place is. Like, as big as it is, this place should be had, like, easy, like... Even it's a graveyard shift. I get that, and you're not gonna have a fully staffed, but still, you're gonna have more than three fucking yes. people. You probably ten, maybe even a hundred, based on the size of this place. Right. It's so huge. So, um, anyway, so, um, now there's a scene in the ambulance. I, I should say on the way, he, the ambulance is on the way to the hospital, and the, the, we see two MTs trying to resuscitate uh, Kane, who somehow is still alive, uh, which is kind of messed up based on the events of the how the first one ends. Uh, he should be fucking dead. Oh, let's remind the listeners of what happened to him. He had an awesome death scene in the in the first one. I will say that he did because he was on the he's he wanted to get the shit beat out of him a yeah. whole bunch. He got his arms smashed to pieces by a pipe. Yeah, he's hanging on outside of a windowsill, of a, of a windowsill with his hand impaled on a big spike. I watched this recently yeah. because I was like, I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I have to call bullshit on this. His hands impaled and smashed. It's like a cut, mangled. His arm got beat to death yeah. with a pipe. They took said pipe, stabbed him in the fucking, fucking eye, eye. Yes. with it, like went deep into his eye. He falls probably 12 stories. At least. At least down. On the fall down, the pipe and head smashing against the wall. Yep. Crashes through an atrium, glass flying everywhere, yep. lands with a sickening thud. Oh, no. You're missing oh, the fight. Oh, I forgot. The, the yes. pipe gets stuck on a roof, by a metal right. beam of the atrium. It gets hooked on there, spins him around. The pipe comes out of his eye, yes. and then he plummets to the floor. Then he plummets to the floor and gets impaled on some items, like some spiky. I looking think he got impaled. He did. I watched it again, okay. and it did this weird close-up thing. This 
this weird like effect where they go inside the body. I call it the Mortal Kombat X-ray. Yes, attack. and they show his heart getting sm- like basically exploding, getting impaled by these spikes, and then it pans back out. And he's like, Bleh. yeah. <laughs> One of the most epic death scenes I've ever. It's a great scene. Great you, scene. You want to talk about pretty definitively dead when they yeah. actually take the time to show you his heart get fucking <laughs> torn apart. Yeah, I agree. It was. It, yeah. But anyway, so, <sighs> but you do see Kane flatline in the ambulance. So now he is officially dead. Uh, his body gets dropped off. Amy and Seth take him down to the morgue. They start working on him. Uh, they like, they, they make a point to show you how much he weighs and how big he is. They say he weighs 323 pounds and he's measured in an even seven, seven feet, feet tall. tall. Oh, it's my guy. Excuse Jesus me. Jesus Christ. Jesus. I, don't, I apologize for that. I hope that wasn't too bad in your guys' ear hole. Um, we're going to edit that out. No, nope. nope. <laughs> uh, you suck it up. Uh, you don't a, have to smell it. I do. There, there is a jump scare where, uh, Kane has like spits up some blood on on Daniel Harris's face and tells like, oh, that's just a death rattle. Yeah, You're she, fine. She, she's like listening in and it's like she can maybe hear him breathing. And they did show him in the uh, when you flatlined in the um, ambulance that his fingers were moving a little bit here and there. You know, he was there was the little signs of life, if you will, and that's what it was. Uh, so basically, Seth offers to finish up so Amy can go enjoy a birthday. She's like, okay, thanks. She takes him up on the offer uh, and she leaves. We, she walks down a hallway and she starts hearing something and she goes into one of the rooms which is filled with covered bodies on gurneys. Uh, an arm reaches out, grabs her, she screams, all the covered bodies sit up and yell surprise. The covers are pulled off to reveal Amy's friends who have decided to bring the party to her instead. It's decorated. They got a Well, yeah, they do, they do reveal where they, like, uh, they re- yeah, roll back like a, a, like a, sex, a wall section or something like that and there's all this decoration and liquor set up. So the party begins, and we meet the rest of our cast of Sacrificial Lambs, uh, <laughs> where we have Kayla, the blonde girl, uh, Tamara, uh, Carter is Tamara's boyfriend, and Beanie Enthusiast. Uh, he's that asshole who wears, like, the wool, wool skull cap in the middle of summer, that douchebag. Um, and then Will, Amy's giant brother and probably a hair model, if I had to guess, would be his... Good hair. Would be his uh, chosen profession. Uh, Will towers over Amy. Like, they could have picked, like, a more... Stark contract. It makes it hard to believe that these two would actually be siblings. Dude, he's he's only just a few sh- inches shorter than. Yeah, Kane. I mean, he's seen, yeah, he's almost Kane size. He's like, got to be six five. Easily, easily, six. maybe taller. I mean, he looked and he kind of looks like a roided out Judd Nelson from the Breakfast Club. <laughs> I can see that. Like, he really does. Good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so Seth joins them in, with the party. They all toast. Ain't, they all have a drink. Uh, Seth and excuse him, excuses himself. He goes back to work. Uh, Tamara, we learn, is obsessed with, like, psycho killers and has a weird fetish for corpses and death. But she's not goth. So, I want to say, so if you haven't seen this, she's not goth. She's not wearing all black, like, gothy makeup. She's just yeah. a weird chick. Um, I mean, she's got it. She's, she's not goth at all. She's got hints of goth, in my opinion. She's got the black hair pulled back. Kind of has almost like a Wednesday Adams kind of. I didn't get goth from her at all. I thought she worked at, like. Like an office somewhere or something, or like just train. I'm mean, not in the office, not in the main. She went. She was going out to party. So, but I, I didn't get like goth from her. She's like, I guess she's, got... she's wearing like a silk blouse and like a mini skirt with boots. Like I, I wouldn't say it's like it's not goth. Yeah, but they're like chunky boots. I got I got goth light from mm, her. I didn't get that at all. But whatever. I got, I got her. It's cor- neither got here or there. Goth. Yeah. Um, she basically gets the information from where Kane's body is from Holden, and then she and Carter end up sneaking away to go find Kane's body. Um. Here we learn that Amy and Will have a bit of a rocky relationship because Amy dropped out of medical school, apparently. Um, now, this bit of 
background info never really seems to have any bearing on the movie whatsoever. Ugh. So I really don't get the point as to why they threw it in here. Just, I guess, to try to add some more character relationship and development, but it, it never... Boo! Yeah, it's like, whatever. Oh, this was so bad. It teaches... She's getting into the, you dropped out of medical. Is this when they had the fight? Or is this? Um, it's not like they, they have a couple of them. The, the, they have like at least two of these. It's, it's weak sauce, man. Yeah. It's really weak. They sauce. have one now and then they have one later, like in the middle, like being chased by candy. So I had to, like, let's stop and ha- hash out some family drama in the middle Ugh. being chased by a murderer. Uh, so then we see Seth working on in, like some, another room and bombing some random corpse. Uh, <laughs> With what looks like antifreeze or coolant, but what the fuck is he doing? I don't. Know, he takes his giant needle and just shoves like in the guy's stomach and starts yeah, pumping him full. Of, like he's got this. Like I'm not a funeral director. I'm not an embalming guy, but I don't know if that's how you just I shove it in their think stomach so either. Just no, shove it in their stomach. And, like, like, all bullshit here. Like that would fill up their body cavity and stuff, but not the. It wouldn't mean their veins. Like you have to, you have to suck the blood out and then pump in the in the veins not just like stab a giant needle and pump them full of liquid right it, it's, a, it, it's like in the stomach yeah like what are you doing yeah it's the weirdest like I don't think they have really any like uh, medical experts on set go, with this and they didn't do any research <laughs> I don't just think like, I really don't think this they looks did. weird let's stick it in the stomach and turn the switch at first it looks like stuff goes I mean in. it looks like he's doing like reverse uh, liposuction or something like that it looks like a needle like you're just okay let's suck out the fat yes, yes, it's like yes. he's pumping it in it's really <laughs> It doesn't make. I, I was. I was. I was like, "What?" Yeah, I was the same thing. Like that can't be right. No, it's not. <laughs> so, um, anyway, um, so Tamara and Seth make their way down to Kane's body while making out on the way there. Uh, they find the room with his body in. Tamara gets all horned up and horny and starts playfully unbuttoning her top. Uh, she mounts Kane's body. Uh, I will say Tamara, like the Catherine Isabel do plays her. I, I kind of like her. She she was fun. Yeah, she was. She, 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 I liked her her attitude. She was very playful and kind of, but still kind of sexy, playful goofy. and goofy. But yeah, I so I liked her. She was, yeah. you know, she was a, a bright spot in the film. Yeah, I'll say that. Her and Daniel was, Harris are, were good. They they were fine. Everybody else is kind of. Eh. And I know everyone goes crazy over Daniel Harris, but I don't, I don't get it. I just don't get it. That's fine. You don't have to. Like, I mean, we, we, she's not bad, and I know she just does a lot of horror movies. But I'm like, that's that's her thing. Is she does horror movies? So I'm like, okay. But other than that, I'm like, there's nothing. I don't. I don't get it. Okay. <laughs> I just don't get it. Uh, so, uh, we she mounts Kane's body. And we see that Kane has a bloody gauze over his left eye from where the pipe went through his head. Uh, and a larger gauze pad on the back of his head as well, because I also think he got shot in the head at one point. That was we in the saw very maggots. beginning of the film. Yeah, because we saw maggots coming and, out of his but head. But that was later, in, you know, that was earlier in, yeah. the, you know, in the career. But I'm just saying that they at least try to keep some yes, of the continuity. continuity. That's what I'm trying yeah. to get at. Um, uh, but I did, I had this whole bit here, but you kind of re, you, uh, reminded me about the death scene of Kane, because I had this whole bit about the pipe. and uh, but So it doesn't matter now, but... Um, so fuck it I guess I have to move on <laughs> because I, think, I was thinking like the pipe should still be in his eye and they wouldn't have removed the pipe that would have been the medical examiner's job to remove the pipe and but I think remember you even said yourself I know I know because right like, yeah. you start talking like uh-huh. they brought it back I'm like oh yeah shit oh well oh well all those notes yep all, yeah, big waste of- uh, so anyway <laughs> uh, tomorrow ends up leaning down actually kissing Kane on his cold dead lips this pisses off Carter but Tamara makes it better by making out with him, and then she pushes his head down so you get a little bit of cunnilingus going up against one of the metal... As she stares at Jacob Goodnight's dead body. Yep. 
getting her pussy eaten. Now, I find that really... Goddamn. Gr- really, uh, I don't know how I would... I'm not saying I wouldn't do this if it was a hot girl, but I find it weird how easily Carr's like, all right, let's make out after you kiss the dead guy. Like, the last thing her lips touched was a dead guy's mouth. Yeah. Like, would you, like, want to go straight to kissing that right away? Like, I don't know. That's just a little weird. So, yeah. I mean, when you kind of say it like that, I guess that does make sense. It is kind of strange, but... I'm not saying I, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it either, but it's like he had to ignore it. Like, all right, it's like she like she kisses dead guys all the time, and he's but like, she's super hot. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like it's like saying <laughs> that that hotness meter really offsets so much. Sure does <laughs> so much. Yeah. God, hot women are so lucky. They can go with <laughs> shit like that. Um, they can kiss dead guys. They can kiss dead guys and have guys make out with them. <laughs> she was a fat chick. It wouldn't happen. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, but so we go back to Kayla and Will. They're drinking. We find out that Kayla has a crush on Will. They end up making out, too. So now everybody's making out yeah, everywhere. Yeah, like, it's sexy fun time. It's make-out time, yeah. In the morgue, all right. Yeah, no sexier place than that. Uh, we cut to Tamara and Carter, who are now fucking on a gurney a few feet away from Kane. Uh, Carter's still wearing his douchebag cap, by the way, until she <laughs> finally pulls it off of his head. Uh, during their fuck session, Tamara happens to glance over and see that Kane's body is now gone. Bum, bum, bum. Yep. Uh, they stop banging. Car thinks it's just the guys messing with them. And then the lights go out. So, tomorrow, like, lights. We see her light a match. Uh, which, I'm like, where the fuck she getting matches from all of a sudden? I do want to remind you at this point. Okay. This is when shit starts going down, right? Yeah. Okay. We are a half hour in. Yeah. We're a half hour into the movie. Uh, yeah, just An hour about, and a half movie. Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. Let's keep fucking going. You know, I was getting knowing, like... I actually we, didn't we, think the pacing was that bad. I Up until this point, I mean, it's a half hour of just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I get but at uh-huh. the same time, like, to me, I, we've seen so much worse. Like, we've had movies that did nothing happen to, like, 50 minutes into a movie. And then, like, the last 20 minutes were a good party. So I wasn't that... Because, yeah, I mean, even looking back at, uh, you know, Evil 1, like, they still had a bunch of, like, you know, crap at the beginning, like... But yep. they started off with, like, cutting off a guy's arm. And, well, like, they had the cold like, opening, yeah. yeah. There's no cold opening just to set up, but other than that, but, but still the pacing was, like, 20, 30 minutes in, like, okay, like, you, you know, have to establish some things. So, But I didn't think the pacing was that bad. It didn't bother me, I guess, as much as it mm. does you. But I, I, I can't understand yeah. your point. I do get it. Uh, anyway, tomorrow lights a match. Where she gets matches from, I don't fucking know, because she certainly wasn't having her skin-tight miniskirt or perch or anywhere. Uh, but they don't see or hear anything, and... Uh, and the match burns down her fingers, and she's like, ow! And she, you know, caught, it flicks out the match, flicks it out. Lights a second one, and then the same thing happens again. Oh, this one I laughed at because you can tell, like, there's so much match left to burn when she starts flicking it out. Like, why, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no way that's even close to your fingers, and you're just, like, flicking out the match. You can eat, it's... It's a mild gripe. It's a mild gripe, but it's funny if you, when yeah. you see it, a visual. Um, so... So lights, she lights a third match, and this time we see Kane standing behind them you in the candlelight. Chest. She's basically <laughs> chest and like a little bit of chin. Yeah. Uh, Tamara slowly turns her head around. She sees Kane. She screams. Kane grabs Carter. The match goes out, and all we hear is screaming in the dark along the sounds of Carter getting like slammed around bong, the room. Bong, bong, bong. Tamara bursts out of the room into the hallway, screaming, running away. Cut to Kane now, who just 
The lights are back on in the room, I guess. He turned the lights Shit. back on. Sure. <laughs> he just, he's like, I need light. He turns the lights back on. It's like, it is really dark in here. <laughs> uh, and he finds his mother's corpse in one of like, the rollout metal fridge unit thingies. Wherever. Yeah. Uh, oh, very first one he picks, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it just... <laughs> fucking should fit the lottery or something. Just first one. Zoop. Hey, Ma. Uh, so he pulls her body out and starts having more flashbacks from the first movie while saying... I see, I see it, and blah, blah, blah. Now, let's remind you that Kane also killed his mother yes. in the first one. He, yes, he did. He did her in. He threw her against a giant spike sticking out of the wall, which was really weird. Like, that was like just one random like, spike sticking out of the wall. Went through her head, into her eye. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Carter, who's still alive, tries to get up and run away, but Kane just grabs him, tosses him back down to the floor. Kane then grabs Carter by the neck, and with one hand, lifts Carter up, off the floor, chokes him to death one-handed. Uh, and once again, I'm left very disappointed. I mean... This is our first kill. First kill, but again, it's like... Okay, he lifts him up one hand, got him home by the by the neck one-handed. And I'm like, this is now two movies with Kane. And not once, not once, do they have him choke slam anybody. Right? Like, come on! Like, in the first movie, there's the perfect... The, 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 the double, double choke slam. Yeah. Like, that would have been... like. Please, that double choke awesome. slam. Yeah. And now here's your another opportunity to make sure. up for it. Grab, got, got him by the he's neck. He's got him in the choke slam position. Hold and him just, up. Just all he does is strangle him. I'm like, no! <sighs> God damn it! And that's our first death. <laughs> that's the first death. And it is a week. Yes. So in the words of Batista, I say, give me what I want. <laughs> give me what I want. <laughs> give me what I want. <laughs> I want to see Kane choke slam somebody yeah. in a movie. Come on. So. We cut to Amy walking the halls. She hears Tamara screaming. We cut back to Kane, who looks at his gaping eye hole in the mirror, then grabs like this. Pl- okay, we didn't. I didn't talk about this, but at the very beginning, when we see Seth and Amy talking, they're working on this burn victim that comes in, and they pull this like metal—not metal, but like this hard, plastic. clear plastic mask off this burn victim's face, which I guess could be a real thing to keep his face. I don't know. Uh, but then they sit on the counter. So Kane picks up this bloody. Plastic, plastic mask, mask. Man, and he puts it on his face uh why i don't sure. really know why just because it doesn't really make him look scary it makes him look weird like he's scary enough without it yeah and, and like just you know it's not like it covers up it doesn't cover up his eye hole he either. didn't wear anything like that in the first one no and, no. It's, and it's not like this thing protects his eye because there's there's eye holes in this mask like yeah. why is it so i have no idea why he's wearing this mask it's just a stupid i guess director's design decision but i think it actually takes away from kane i agree and does it have anything to do it doesn't have any like slight representation of his wrestling because in, in, when he did pro wrestling i mean he had a mask for yeah. much of his career he wore a mask yeah but so, doesn't look anything like that yeah right and i thought maybe that would have something to it, but it doesn't it doesn't have any no, i don't see like any connection hard clear plastic match it, it doesn't like, like and i th- it doesn't end in so one thing i thought was like okay it's on a burn victim so maybe it's supposed to protect the burnt skin or burnt face for some medical weird reason but then but if he puts it on his face, his face isn't messed up. It's like it's no. not protecting anything. No. no. And like I said, it's not there's not like a uh covering up his eye hole to protect his eye his missing eye hole. It's, it's just not scary looking. It's not, it's no, just, it, it makes it look goofy in a it way. Does, yeah. it, it's not I, I it's a very it, poor decision these filmmakers made for to add this mask. They just left the mask alone, let him be Kane. He was great in the first one, intimidating. Now he just looks like a weirdo with a cheap mask cheap on. Cheap mask on, yeah. So um anyway, so he, yeah, you can see he puts that on. Uh, and then he opens up a metal cabinet that just fills all sorts of shiny instruments of death. Yeah, and again, he's just, <laughs> he's opens up this this 
perfect. You're like, and it's like he knows where everything's at. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's just like, oh, yeah, here's my dead mom. Here's his great mask. Here's all these kid- instruments of death. All right. Time to go to work. You don't know where the fuck you are, asshole. What the hell's going on? So we get more shots of Tamara running and screaming, and the other characters are starting to hear her screams echoing throughout the uh, the, the hallways. Uh, Amy walks up on Will and Kayla making out. They hear Tamara scream like, okay, they go off to find her. Whatever. We cut to Holden now, rolling in his wheelchair through the hallways. He comes to a stop, a stop and he hears the sounds of like metal chains jingling. He turns around and sees Kane, and he starts wheeling, starts to wheel himself away as fast as he can while screaming for help. Then we, this is where we see Kane is armed with his trademark hook and chain from the first movie. Yes, only it's, it's you know a newer version. Now he's got medical chains. Now he's got medical, med- yes, because all morgues have industrial strength like fucking giant, giant chain, length chain, of chain link chain. Yeah, sure. Actually, I, I I can almost get past almost everything else, and it's like the saws, the hooks. I can get, I can almost. Explain that when I find whatever. But all this, ch- all the chains. Why the fuck is there so and much chains? It's not just this chain. There's a lot of chains coming up. <laughs> I've worked in the medical field for several years. Not once have I seen medical grade <laughs> chain. <laughs> like, and a, a lot. It's like this is a spool. And I guess there's like this giant spool of chain somewhere that you just roll off and cut off somehow. But uh, anyway, so he has his hook and chain back. I did, I did like the seeing the hook and chain back though. I did. I did like that too. Um, he throws it at Holden and he hooks the hook latches onto the wheelchair and Kane yanks up back on the chain, which rips the wheelchair straight out from underneath Holden who goes flying off of it. Uh, it looks pretty good. Uh, Holden tries to crawl away, but Kane then hooks the hook into one of Holden's ankles and he begins to slowly pull Holden back towards him while he's frankly trying to grab railings and anything else. Though. And I did like this scene. This is probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie is because Holden is crippled. Yeah. He's, he's paralyzed from the waist down. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he's crawling away, he just realizes he, he doesn't have any more forward momentum. Yeah. And then he looks back and he sees the hook in punctured through his leg. Yeah. And he does, obviously, no screams, no pain because he can't, can't feel, feel anything. Yeah, I thought that was and good I just, too. And I just liked that. No, I did too. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I, I liked it as well. You can tell he's like, oh shit, he's got me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Kane pulls Holden back to him, but the camera cuts away before we see what actually happens to Holden. Which that I was disappointed. Boo! Boo to that too. Give me what I want. Give me what I want. <laughs> Give me what I want. <laughs> yeah, yours sounds a little more whiny at first. You're like, Give me what I want. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of corrected it there. <laughs> uh, so uh, we go back to Amy and Kayla and Will. They hear Holden scream. Uh, Amy says that must have come from downstairs, which I'm calling bullshit on this now too. Because I don't think there's any way you'd be able to hear someone screaming from a floor below you in this place. Same floor, yeah, it probably echoes through those empty hallways, echoing sure. fine. But a floor below you in like these giant like hospitals, like there's no way I think you would hear that at all. Yeah, it's it's that's a tough sell. It's a tough one. To, I agree. You know, it's a tough one to like get by. Uh, again, devil's advocate. Maybe if they're directly on top, like he's. They're, the they're directly, yeah. Drunk. But even then, like, there's so much. And, the, and there's, and, there's so oh, much. I'm not, I'm not done. Oh, okay. And there happens to be a, a stairwell very close with to both that. doors open. Correct. Yeah. Then you can be like, huh? That's what they're like. Oh, <laughs> if they're by the stairwell and both doors happen to be open, but they're not. And like, there's just no way through all that steel and, and, and construction material. Like, there's no way that. They well, no, man. It. You see what these doors are made of later on. <laughs> That's true. Shit might just be going right through. <laughs> Uh, I'd be surprised these people aren't just falling through the floor all the time, man, if that's the case. 
Um, so, but the three of them take the elevator down and they go to the room where Kane's body was. Again, they, how many floors are on exactly, this? Exactly. Like dude. a morgue is like, no man, like I'm assuming the hospital, the morgue's on one floor. Yeah. Just one wing or one section, one floor. In the basement. Yeah. Usually, and the, I get that. Usually, usually in the basement. Yeah. I get that. But it's on one floor. Yes. This morgue, they go up and down like three or four different f- floors throughout this. At entire, least, and it's all of the morgue. At least four. <laughs> yeah. It's the most vertical morgue I've ever seen. <laughs> It's just ridiculous. Again, we cannot stress enough how big this place is. Yeah, it's gigantic. What is like, going on here? Like, I get in the first one, they were in a giant hotel with all the elevators on the floor. Yes. That made sense. But again, like, we're in a morgue. Like, we're not supposed to be this big. Like, I'm assuming it's not part of a hospital. Yeah, like, it's know? like this own weird... I don't know. It's crazy. It, But yeah, I agree. Um, So, they find the room a uh, uh, complete mess. Everything's trash. Uh, they spot blood on one, like, the body cooler doors you know where you slide the body in and out uh amy opens it and finds carter's broken and bloody body they scream and that's when the power goes out amy grabs a flashlight from a drawer and tells them they have to go find the others <clears throat> so will honest grabs a scalpel on his way out which i guess is fine and Danny sure. grabs something at least but I'm thinking, really, that's what you grab the smallest, quote-unquote, weapon there when we have clearly see, like, there's, like, almost, like, machete-esque right. animals and, like, bone saws and, like, machete-type stuff, like, large knives and you, hammers. hammers like, and that's what you grab, the tiniest, dinkiest little thing there? Like, come on, man. <laughs> Jesus. So, um... Yeah, so, the, yeah, like I said, the ass, yeah, anyway, that ass clown grabs a scrap, grabs a <laughs> tiny scalpel and stuff like the medical machetes. Uh, so we go to Seth, who also grabs a flashlight after trying the phone and finding that the phones are out now, too, for some reason. Uh, and so, and then he leaves his embalming room to go find the others. So now there's a, lots of shots of everyone walking, wandering down dark hallways. Lots of hallway walking. Uh, Amy comes across Holden's body, bloody on the floor, but there's nothing they can do for him, and Holden takes his last breath dies in her arms yeah again this is the you know we find holden and i'm like okay well he's still alive so maybe he gets to get killed later nope nope he's just <sighs> we hear his gas i mean he's just like ominously sort of bloody he's not yeah. even that is really but, not like you would think i came like ripped this guy's arm off or tore him to pieces but he's ba- it's like like yeah he may have gotten into a bad this fight or something like that he's not like that maybe he got chokeslammed we didn't see it yeah we didn't see you know it. it's just it's when you don't show the kill and you show the aftermath, usually the aftermath is, is stark. Yeah. You know, very, like, an, very. like a, a beheaded body, a headless corpse. Yeah. Or, yeah. The arms are cut off or gutted. A, a, yeah. Gutted a big gaping wound, you know, something that shows something really bad happened. No, here. for all we know, he, he, he fell down some stairs in his wheelchair or something like that. Cause yeah. Like, yeah, you don't, there's, I agree with you. It was really, really lame and timid. Like, boo. Boo to that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so we go back to Seth, who has found an electrical box in the hallway. He opens it up, sparks fly out, and we sure. see the box has been busted, and it's fried, uh, so there's nothing you can do. More dark hallway walking around. Tamara runs into Amy's group and tells him that Kane's not dead, that he killed Carter. And I will say again, I love Tamara in this scene and how she, her reactions and how it, it was pretty funny. It's really good. Um, Amy says they need to find Seth and then get out of here, so off the four of them go again. Cut back to Seth walking through more dark hallways. He ends up face-to-face with Kane. Kane attacks Seth, but Seth is able to dodge Kane's wild slashes and run. And this is one time where you see where Aaron talks about all the 
linen, linen carts, carts and stuff right around. Because <laughs> he they're... grabs a linen cart and throws it between them to, to you know to to separate them to give him a little bit of time. Yeah, so linen cart number one. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, Amy's group comes to a locked door while they figure out what to do next. Seth pops up on the other side of the door. Luckily for him, he has the keys and is able to open it and join them on the other side, which he locks the door behind him. Seth tells him that Kane is alive, and that's when Kane's massive arm comes crashing through the glass window of the door. Kane grabs Seth by the collar and starts pulling him back. He's almost like, try, he's trying to, like, he's just slamming right. him repeatedly against the door. Trying to pull, basically trying to pull him through that little window. Yeah, he's trying to pull him through the window or he's going to actually pull him through the door. He's basically trying to pull a Freddy Krueger from the very end of Nightmare (laughs) on Elm Street 1 when he pulled his mom, Nancy's mom, through that just that tiny window. (laughs) He's trying to pull that off. Um, Will helps Smith get out of his lab coat and, you know, which frees him and they all take off running down some stairs. Yeah, it's and a good thing they took off running because hot on the hot on their heels. Like immediately, like Kane comes smashing through the door like the fucking juggernaut, man, just boom. But that, <sighs> but that door was like a metal fire door, I believe. It it should be a metal fire door, but apparently they cheaped out. And it's made of cardboard because goddamn, it looks bad. It just it's it just it's a cardboard like door and it's <laughs> it looks every bit of cardboard i it, yeah i agree the door but i still i don't know i still love seeing kane smash through shit i i i just do and again in the first one it made more sense dilapidated yes. building things are rotted wood everything yes made, yeah. yes it was it made sense when he smashed through a wall and he's like Rah! you know that was, and he was fully alive he didn't go through him <laughs> that's like talking about how he's like all his energy and his strength back after being everything that's happened to him and he's smashing through walls yeah and, and <laughs> god damn it and so he's smashing through like you said a big thick heavy fire door <laughs> so uh, as they get they get to the bottom of the stairs and this is when they all end up kind of end up running out in different directions so they all get split up uh, we have Tamara and Smith. They ran off together. Amy and Will are together. And then poor Kayla has run off by herself. Uh, Kayla tries to hide in a bathroom while Will and Amy take refuge in an office. And this is where they start arguing again over what to do. <laughs> and Amy's like, I want to go back out there and find the others. And Will wants like, no, you're going to stay here where it's safe. And this argument, this is where it leads to more background crap surfacing that still has no bearing on the story at all. It's like, why are you arguing about driving out of med school and how your mom feels and all this stuff now when you've got like a giant (laughs) monster of a man trying to murder you? Like, hey, let's air out our dirty laundry right here in this little tiny little office. Right? And let's scream and yell at each other so he can hear us, by the way, (laughs) as the sound echoes down these hallways. Dude, you're preaching (laughs) the fucking choir. The whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, huh? (laughs) Like, I don't. Get it? Like, why are you trying to make this like backstory stuff? It doesn't matter. You're just it trying to. It doesn't matter. Ram this down our throats, like making Roman Re- Roman no, Reigns like, have face. Yeah, like trying to make <laughs> Roman Reigns popular. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> um. So, uh, anyway, so yeah, uh, Kayla locks herself in 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 a bathroom. Um, locks the bathroom door behind her. And we see Seth and Tamara in the same hallway trying to find an open door. They try the bathroom door, which Kayla locked. The rattling of the door makes Kayla think it's Kane. And again, I kind of call bullshit on this because they're clearly talking. Oh, yeah. 
They're saying, oh, let's try the bathroom door. The keys work. I don't know. It's not locked. Like, they're talking. Yeah. She's right on the other side of the door. Yeah. And we've already established you can hear very well in this ward. <laughs> yes, you can. You can hear a pin drop, apparently. <laughs> but she can't hear the voices. She doesn't. But she does eventually. Like, I agree. Not like, She should have heard them right off the bat. Yeah. She hears them, like, as they, as they turn and walk away from the door. She's like, oh, well, oh. that's not Kane's. <laughs> Let me try to get to the door and unlock it for them. So she goes to the door and she's about to unlock it when Kane comes out of like a, a stall. I guess he was in there taking a dump or something. Because huh? he's like, where is he? What? Where how did he? How did he? God damn it. How did he get in front of them? Like, how did he get ahead of her and like have time to get into a bathroom stall and the right bathroom at this? That yes. Knew, that knew, and hide. In this one bathroom that he just knew that they were going to this one particular bathroom. I swear, like he just—I think he just went there taking a dump, and she interrupted him. <laughs> oh, she, talk about lucky! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck. So Kane comes out, grabs her. Uh, he chokes her out too, but like Kay, a bear hugging her with one arm, and yeah, like it's like grabbing a, her face with the other. Yeah, it's a weird choke, but uh, she starts coughing up mouth blood, and while he's choking her, he has more flashbacks. Uh, these seem to upset him, and he tosses Kayla to the floor. And starts looking at himself in the mirror. Yeah, he's kind of whipping her back and forth. And you hear like, crack, 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 you know, all these sounds. And he yeah. throws her to the floor. Uh, we get more flashbacks of his mother and how she treated him. Uh, Kayla's still alive, gasping for breath on the floor. Kane says, can't. I won't. And Kay's like, oh, thank God. Like, she, oh, he's going to leave me she alone. She even says, she goes, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Um, so hearing this triggers Kane, who turns to her and says, why would God help you? You're a dirty whore. I see the sin in you. I see it. And then Kayla just dies. dies. He doesn't even get to do any kind of big murder or, and like slam into the mirrors and no. break evil. She just dies. She just dies. <laughs> Boo! Give me what I want. <laughs> Give me what I want. <laughs> what the hell was that? I know. <laughs> so God damn it. So dumb. So dumb. So weak. The first three kills are such bullshit. <laughs> this was the worst. I mean, this, oh, <laughs> this may have been the worst just on principle. Oh, no. I, I, I'll give hold because we've seen time like the cutaway death. Yes, that's why. So it, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But this was just bad. <laughs> I mean, he, he yes, he's a big, strong guy. But like he just, just gives up the will to live and just dies. Yeah, she, he, like, squeezes her. And I guess he probably fucked her up and, you know, threw her down the ground. And then she says, oh, thank God I'm going to live. And he just goes, no, you won't. <laughs> and she dies. <laughs> she just fucking dies. <laughs> so we cut to Seth and Tamara, uh, who he tells her that they're coming up on the stairs that will lead them out. And that she must go and call for help while he goes back and get the others. They turn the corner and find the doors to the stairway have been blocked and ch- by chains and gurneys. So again, more massive chains are like chaining this door and like gurneys are strung up and like blocking this door and sealing it, keeping it closed. How did he find the time? That's a great point. To do all this shit that happens in the movie. I know. I know. I agree. Like, yeah. <laughs> Um, so they go back the way they came, looking for open doors, to which they do find one. Right after they hear banging sounds coming their way. Uh, in this room, they hide in this room, and there is a kind of a funny moment when Tamara's like, she says like, hey, hide here, and Tamara's like, that's a terrible hiding spot! <laughs> but she does anyway, she hides behind this shelving unit while he hides on like a gurney that has like a sheet hanging over it. Kind of like a kid hiding under the dining room table, the tablecloth type. More linen tables. Yeah. Yeah, more linens. <laughs> uh, Kane enters the room looking for them. 
Turns out that this room also has a window in it that connects to the office that Amy and Will are in. Yeah. So, so they ran completely opposite directions. Yes. So but the, you do see Seth and Tamara. They do turn around and go back the way they came. Okay. Okay. So yeah, they yeah, do yeah. do that. That's I, I know where you're going with that, but yeah, they at, when they see that barricade door, they they have to go back the way they came. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Uh, so Will, Amy, and Will are able to drop down out of sight right before Kane turns around to see them in the window. Now, for several moments, we watch as Kane slowly walks around the room looking for Stalking a hiding, the room. walking, looking for everybody hiding. Uh, Kane finds Tamara, but before he can do anything, Amy pops up, banging on the window to distract him. Kane goes over to the window and just stares down Amy. They just lock eyes. They stare down at each it other. It felt like that moment in H2O yeah. when Laurie Strode is looking through the window at Michael Myers on the other side. Yes. It kind of had that moment. But I was like, why is there having a moment? Yeah, I, I, I thought the same thing too, but I was like... It, like, I get, like, okay, the this is the main character and our main villain, but it seems like the, what made that one H.O. so great is because they yes, had a history. Exactly. They had a long, documented, tragic, you know, right. history. Here These they are two, meeting again. Now, if it would be like, if she was, like, a, the survivor of the first movie, yes. that would be good. That would make more sense. Like, oh, my God, he recognized, like, like I'm the one that got away. Distant relations, something but, weird like that. But, yeah. no, it's just like, he's just looking at, you know, it could have been anybody. He's yeah, it could have been. Anybody. And they make it this, like, moment. Yeah, they do. And I'm like, this... this no. 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 Uh, so, where was I? Was uh, King, yeah. Uh, Tamara takes this window of opportunity to run. But the problem is she decides to run right past Kane, which I don't get. So, they're going, like, around so, the gurney. She goes, like, right behind Kane. And Kane, in one quick fluid motion, just turns, swings his giant fleshy knife, is what they call it. Fleshy knife. The knife slices through Tamara's neck. Blood flies out. Tamara comes to a halt. She stands there, locking eyes with Amy on the other side of the window. Blood, blood splashes. Blood gushing from her neck. Tamara's head tilts to the side, which causes the neck wound to rip open more. Blood sprays over the window as Tamara collapses to the floor. Kane comes up, stands over her. She looks up at him and just Gasping dies. Yeah, and just dies. And then Kane looks back up and stares at Amy some more. Good death. Yeah. Th- okay. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> that's our fourth kill. Yeah, and man, here you were—you were going down a dark path there for a minute, Kane. <laughs> I didn't like where you were going, so this actually looked good. No, it was it, this was good. It, it looked really good. Death. It looked really good. Uh, Will breaks one of the windows with a chair. Seth scrambles out from his hiding spots, leaps through the now broken window, and all three of them take off running. Uh, Kane smashes through the wall. <laughs> Grabs Will, what? slams him against the, a hallway wall now. He smashes through the wall. Yeah, drywall, I guess. or ah. I don't know. But. Okay. I know, I agree, but I I, I love the point about the, the hotel being old, run down, dilapidated. I get it, but I still love watching Kane smash through stuff. I know you I do. do. <laughs> it's, it's, I find it very satisfying to watch him smash through walls and doors. It's, it was believable in the first one. I'm having to stretch a lot on this one, considering I, I work in hospitals and places like this. And it's no, like, I know they're very well constructed. Yeah, yeah very I, I know. Sturdy. No, and at that point, you're, you're absolutely right. I agree with you, and and I probably should be bitching about it, but I just I like watching Kane <laughs> smash through shit so much. I was like, he's not it. getting a pass from me, man. Yeah, I, it's fine. <laughs> it's not fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's fine that you're not giving him a pass. Like, I, I, it's fine. Um, so, um. Where was I? Uh, oh, yeah. So, Seth's holding Amy back. He's trying to help her brother. Will tries to fight off Kane, but he just gets manhandled. 
Uh, Will tells him to run. So Seth drags Amy away, kicking and screaming. Kane again grabs Will by the neck and lifts him up off the ground one-handed. Will pulls out the scalpel, stabs Kane like the collarbone area with it, but it really has no effect on Way Kane whatsoever. Go, buddy. <laughs> it just pisses him off more, I guess. And Kane uses his free hand to grab Will's hand that's holding the scalpel. Kane then squeezes Will's hand so tight that like, you hear bones crushing in Will's hand. He then turns Will's hand towards Will and makes Will stab himself in the chest with his scalpel. That's not what I saw. Really? No. What did you see then? I saw Kane squeezing his hand, holding yeah. it, and he he jerks his wrist, and he gets a compound fracture. He basically breaks his arm, and the bone sticks out, and he takes his arm and stabs him with his own bone sticking out of his bot out of his arm. No, see, but he's still holding the scalpel as he gets stabbed like this. He's he's still holding on to the scalpel. I totally missed it. I thought he just... Made it was it. unique. It was definitely interesting. I was like, if that's huh. What, if that's what happened, that's pretty cool. But that's not what I saw. I saw him just like... I thought he just made him stab himself with a scalpel. No, you see, he breaks his arm, the bone sticking out of his arm, and he stabs him with the bone into his chest. I might have to go back and rewatch it just to see if that's the case. Because that, that is... That's, that's actually really cool. I was like, huh... Haven't seen that before. No, that would be really unique. That's that's cool. I I, I need to go back and look at that. Um, and You're not going to look at that again. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, yes, uh, Will drops the scalpel. Seth and Amy run through more dark hallways while the sounds of Will screaming echo through the corridors. Uh, they come to another set of double doors. These doors have also been blocked off. Only this time they're blocked off by Kayla's bloody body that's wrapped up and hanging from large chains. So more chains. More chains. Somehow more. he managed to drag Kayla's body from the bathroom to another set of doors, string her up with and, with medical grade chains again. Yeah, and then get back to his hunting, his, his haunting, hunting and stalking and killing. This guy's efficient, I guess, man. <laughs> he just he has very good time management. He gets some skills. great time management skills. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Uh, so. Hearing Will's continued screams, Amy refuses to run anymore and decides that they're going to go after Will. She breaks the glass in like an emergency firebox and takes out what I was expecting to be a fire axe. Right. I'm like, okay, here we go. But instead, it's like a tiny little hammer. Uh. And they go after Will. Like, what? I've never... Like... A what fire hammer? Like I've never seen that. Like I've seen little hammers dangling from the box they used to break the glass <laughs> with to get to the axe, but I've never seen anybody take the little dangly hammer as the weapon. <laughs> like what? What? Yeah. This, what kind of morgue is this? Like it's the weirdest thing. Like it's even there's really strange. I mean, maybe even like a hatchet maybe would be you know. Yeah. Like, would, but I mean, we can maybe get understand like the a fuck hatchet. What are you do with a hammer? How are you gonna break down a door in a fire with a like, yeah, it yeah. ain't Molnir. I'll tell you that. Like, <laughs> like, like, Jesus, it's like this dinky little hammer. So uh, they end up in what looks like in this underground maintenance tunnels now. So now we're like subterranean. Yeah, like it was like almost sewer like. Like, like what the fuck? And the, but these tunnels instantly reminded me going back to Halloween movies. Reminded me of the tunnels in the opening of Halloween Part Six. Yes, where the nurse is like taking Jamie Lloyd's adult character and the baby through. Yes, that's what I thought of for instantly here. So the two of them enter this room, which is filled with covered dead bodies on gurneys, which I call bullshit because I find that really odd and medically irresponsible. Like, why would these bodies just be lying in this room, un, like, not in, like, a cooler or a fridge or, or – and they're just, like, this weird random room at the end of, like, a tunnel 
underground, just left there abandoned. Like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? What is this room for? Why are there bodies in this room? What is happening here? What is going on? So Amy pulls the sheet back on the bias reveal Will, who is still alive, but restrained like these like restraints on the gurney. Uh, she removes the tape that's covering his mouth and he tells her to run. And that's when his chest erupts in blood as a saw blade like cuts up through his Comes chest from bursting underneath. out from underneath. Yeah. Uh, Straight through his body. Blood spraying spray everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Uh, the gurney, and when you say saw blade, it's not like a, it's like a, well, I'll, I'm going to come. The, the gurney gets flipped over. Kane rises up from underneath, pointing what looks like an electric carving knife at Dude. Amy and Seth. And that's what I'm saying. The saw blade, it's like a, it really looks like an like electric carving knife. Yes. It's basically what it is. Yes. It looked great coming through his chest. Yeah. Not a bad effect. No. Pretty cool. Another death. All right. We're, we're getting back to basics here. Yeah. Okay, we're, we're getting back on a good foot. And then he bursts up and he's like, electric turkey carving knife. Yeah. Ah! I'm like, that's not as scary. And he's and while wearing a goofy mask. Like, yeah. It's like, huh. So. <laughs> do you want a leg or do you want a breast? He's <laughs> ready. <laughs> uh, so Amy starts swinging her hammer at Kane, but never makes contact. She winds up for one more big swing, but Kane grabs the hammer mid-swing. He then goes to swipe at Amy with the carving knife, but Seth leaps in the way heroically in the last second, taking the carving knife to his collarbone area. Yeah, kind of like a shoulder collarbone. Yeah, but the yeah. two of them end up, are able to get away anyway, and Kane doesn't really... He has more than an opportunity to like, easily like, just yeah, kill he, them right there, because they're both staying, laying on the ground looking up at him, and he just stands there, and they get up and run. Yeah, so he's like, and he doesn't really go into pursuit. No, he just kind of stands there for a minute. He's like, yeah. let him go. Let him go. <laughs> uh... So uh, they they get right. they run down more hallways in the maintenance areas, unlocking and relocking like these fenced gates as they come and go. Uh, I'm not sure why they stop and hide in one of these fenced and storage areas because I don't get the point in that instead of just I keep running. Either, yeah, but they just say hey, they just stop here. Uh, Kane stalks after them, easily breaking through the locked gates. Uh, more running down tunnels. It's like why, why do they just keep going? Like I know I bother. I really do, I struggle to figure out why they had them stop here. Like it makes zero sense. Because there's a horrible hiding spots. Like, yeah. everything's, like, <laughs> open. Like, there's yeah. nowhere to hide. It's chain link fence. He can see. He can see, see you. you. He, you're right there. And so, um, more running down tunnels. I said, Amy again stops here to have a cry. Uh, she gets a short pep talk from uh, Seth, who, you know, perks her up or bucks her up, and they, they continue on. Uh, we do get another high-tension moment here when they come to another lock gate. But they manage to get through it and relock it right before Kane gets to him. I'm, Ooh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm kind of skimming. That, I'm, that old chestnut. Yeah. Yeah. And skim away. <laughs> uh, they they end up back in the hospital proper now. Uh, they lock themselves in one of the morgue work rooms. It's the same room that we saw Seth embalming the body w- way back when. Yeah. Um, Amy tells Seth that she needs to cauterize his wounds before he bleeds out. Which she does with the help of some magical powder. Dude, yeah. I don't know what she, the hell she used. All I know is that she pours some powder on his wounds, uses a lighter, and the powder erupts in a flash of flame, and he's car right. It's like, yeah, is was this, that gunpowder? This like, what the so fuck did she just put on him? Ridiculous. Is she, is, is she a sorceress now? Is she a shaman? <laughs> What's she doing? This is like straight out of Rambo. Yeah. You know, it, it made sense in Rambo. It's like Sava with her gunpowder Bomb. Yeah, I'm like, let me yeah. take some shotgun shells and put some gunpowder on me. What is this me? powder she has? Like, it's like, this is not, this is a, 
God damn it! <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Again, why would a morgue even have like what? But it's, it's like a, just just a few steps away from a hospital. Okay, they have a lot of equipment that can be used yeah. to patch them up pretty nicely. Yeah. They even show in the movie. There's bandages over here. There's tape and gauze over there. There's tons of shit. Yeah, but they're not just they have to cauterize it, I not know. just bandage it up. I know, but still, like. Really? Like, come on. Like, what is this magical flaming powder she you're using? She doesn't take his shirt off. She doesn't look at the wound. She nope. Just... She just sets him on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's instantly, oh, he's good and to go. He's, he's like, he's like, he acts like, yeah, nothing. Like, nope, I'm fine. Like, I'm better now. Yeah. Like, well, I feel great hey, now. All right. I'm not hurting at all. This is like video game, like healing. Yeah. You know. It's Will like, you take the green herb? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I'm real great. Here we go. <laughs> So they share a nice moment here, and they talk about how Seth was going. How was Seth? How was Seth going to be able to take her on a date with only five dollars in his wallet? Uh, Amy says that she can slip out one of the windows, but Seth says that he will never be able to make it through that small of an opening. He tells her to take his car keys, go call for help. She doesn't want to leave him, but he convinces her to. They finally kiss. Amy opens the window and starts to climb out. Now, I have a little asterisk here. This is where I had a little hiccup with my Blu-ray disc. Um, Because it froze and skipped around here. So I'm not 100% sure what happens. But what I know is that Amy started to crawl out the window. Now, I think she gets outside. But then the next thing I see is Amy and Seth hiding in the corner in the room. They were just in looking like they're trying to hide from view. So I'm guessing that Kane was outside. Amy scrambled back inside the window. And the two of them were trying to hide from Kane as he walked past the windows. Don't know if that's what happened, but that's what I'm guessing happened. Well, let me tell you what happened. All right. Considering I watched this on Amazon Prime, and okay. I didn't have any issues with skipping Blu-rays. What happened is she climbed out, and she started, like, creeping along the side of the building, looked around, like, once, came back, and got into the building, like, sco- sco- scooted back into the building. And as soon as she scooted in, you see Kane walking into frame. So now he's outside the building. Which he, mad- he chained up. Yes! Uh, so he's he's taking down one of his barricades to get outside the building. How'd he get out? He's starting to go through a window. And as he went through a window like Amy did, but uh, he's, I don't know how to see Kane going through a tiny window. How is this guy everywhere? Yeah, he's, he's pulling like Michael, like, pardon me, a Jason, Jason Voorhees yeah. level. And like, again, in the first one, they did a good job because they showed like he like these this hot hotel had been yes. converted. Like he, they they made like secret passages and he had like alarms triggering which yes. room he could go to. Yes. They did a job to explain how he could get from point A to point B so quickly yes. and unseen. Here he's just fucking night crawling. Now he's outside. He's now he's in the bathroom. Yeah. Now he's on. Yeah, he's he's underneath the table. What the fuck? <laughs> God damn it! This is not a sneaky man. No. He's seven feet, three hundred and twenty-three pounds. Yeah. Damn it! Uh, so With giant clunky boots. And when he's walking by here, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it's like Bigfoot walking past when they showed him like. Like you said, they're they you know here comes Kane. He's walking past. She climbs back into the room. They're hiding in the corner, like cuddling, hiding in the corner. And you can hear him walking by. Boom, boom, <laughs> boom. Fuck. So, um, so basically, now we cut to Amy and Seth running through more hallways. They come to another locked door. Amy is frantically searching for the right key on the keychain, and that's when we hear a loud, wet stabbing sound. Blood sprays up on Amy's face. Amy looks down and we see that she's been stabbed through the chest by the machete-like fleshing knife. 
and that Kane has stabbed her through the door. Through the door. Through her body. Yep. His hand <laughs> burst through the door. Uh. <laughs> Seth runs up to Amy. He cradles her in his arms. Amy dies in her in his arms. Kane comes smack crashing through the door now. Uh, Seth calls him a bastard and then scrambles away down the corridor. He locks himself in an office uh, and then he has a little breakdown himself. Kane breaks down this door. Seth's nowhere to be seen now. So Kane starts looking around for him. Seth pops up from behind a corner and breaks a chair over Kane's chest. <laughs> Proper WrestleMania style, wrestling <laughs> style. Although this is Kane. He's been hit by chains, chairs before, so this does nothing to him whatsoever. Didn't give a fuck. It does cause him to drop the fleshy knife, though. Uh, Seth dies for the knife, but Kane steps on his hand. Kane picks up Seth, tosses him around the room a bunch, but Seth manages to crawl under some desks to make his escape from the room. He gets back to the, we're going to call it the embalming room, the same room we've seen before. He tries to climb out the now broken window that Amy went out, which I don't know how the window got broken. Yeah. I missed that. Uh, like, no, he he does smash it. He's He smashed it and... Seth he, or Kane? Kane. Kane. So this is, okay, when... When he was walking past, and this must have happened with your um, Blu-ray. Okay. Because Kane's walking past the door, and that's when um, Daniel Harris climbed back in his hiding. Yeah. When he's walking past again, he, out of, it seemed like more out of frustration, he smashes the window real hard, and it breaks all the bars okay. and shit off the window, and he keeps walking past. Yeah, see, I still missed that yeah, point. Yeah, and too. I forgot to mention that, yeah. Okay. Um, so, tries to come down a broken window. Um. But Kane, okay, so Kane grabs him as he's going out the window, pulls him back inside. He then, Kane then throws Seth into like more metal shelving units that cause several glass jars of various liquids to shatter on the floor in super slow motion. They really want you to see this breaking like, glass. Like, it's epically slow motion. It's super slow motion. I was thinking to myself, and maybe you can answer this. Was this ever filmed in 3D or shot in 3D? Because this seemed like a 3D no, type of... No, I'm not like, aware it was not. Like a gimmick. Like yeah. a gimmick I shot. I get it, but yeah. it was not. Like, it was, sure it was looked like it. before the 3D craze really hit. And even if it was, it was straight to DVD. It wasn't, yeah, that's, that's the thing. Yeah, it went straight to DVD. So was, they were going to waste their money right on that It's right in that, that time frame of, a, of the... Of the 3D because it's 2014. Yeah, that's you're right. right. I mean, yeah, you're but, right. But they didn't. But, but it wasn't like I said. No. It wasn't a big theatrical release, so they're not going to waste. Yeah, money yeah, yeah. And it was such a strange shot. Yeah, like, really... of all these things to be in slow motion. Yeah, like, this is what we're putting in slow motion. It's like don't get me wrong. I was huh? like, okay, but it was like so slow. And I guess it was kind of cool to watch yeah. the the glass slowly break and glass apart, shatter and fly, and it's yeah. flying towards the camera. And I'm like. Yeah, I, I didn't. Agree. I mean, I kind of liked it. It was like, oh, that's a cool shot. But why are we? Why are we doing this? Yeah, I, I agree hundred percent. Like, what? Huh? I don't. Yeah. I didn't There's get so it. There's so many other things you could do slow motion with. This is this is a weird choice. Um. So, Seth lands next to. Uh, or Kane picks him up again. Throws Seth across the room one more time. Seth lands next to his embalming machine. He grabs a giant embalming needle, which is like two feet long. Uh, Kane walks up to Seth. Seth is on his knees, looking up at Kane, and says. You're not so tough. Seth then stabs the giant needle thingy into Kane and turns on the machine. He stabs it into his leg. Into his leg, like his thigh or something like that. Yeah. Into his leg. Turns on the, the, the machine and then bombing fluid starts getting you, pumped into and Kane. You, you see the tubing and you see the blue liquid flying through the tubing. Yeah. And it's wiggling around. Leading up into, you know, 
Kane's leg. Into Kane's leg. Uh, Seth looks up and Kane says, good night. <laughs> oh, it's so witty. Uh, Kane starts to convulse as we hear gurgling sounds. Uh, Kane's veins begin to bulge out from his skin and turn blue. Blood erupts from Kane's bloody, empty eye hole. <laughs> And then the blood, for, and then the blood turns into blue embalming fluid being pushed out the eye hole. Kane, He's convulsing. Yeah. It's just stuff is pouring out of his eye. Kane, it's a weird look. Collapses to the floor in front of Seth, dead. Convulsing. Like, blah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And, and then he goes limp. He's dead. Uh, cut back to Amy's body. Cut back to uh, 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 Seth goes back to Amy's body where he mourns her. A bit more, and then he we see Seth leave the hospital. He makes it to his car, opens up his car door, and then as he opens the car door, you can very briefly see Kane's reflection in the window as he opens the car door. He gets in the car, and drives off. I didn't see that at all. It's really quick. Like you have to, it's really fast. Huh? I must have blinked. Yeah, actually, he says <laughs> if you blink, like it's yeah, it's, it's you miss it. Uh, he comes to this closed gate, which forces him to get out of the car, go up to the gate, and pull out the, the metal pin that's holding the gate together. Uh, and when he turns around to go back to his car, he sees that one of the rear doors is now open. Um, so, first of all, I had a problem with this gate because I'm like, again, like, what hospital is going to have a gate that keeps? Because it's a hospital, it should be open 24 seven for emergency. Is, like, is it a hospital? But again, though? if it's a yeah. morgue, then it's the world's biggest fucking morgue. And also the fact that how did all these people get in with their cars? Because they, you know, if the gates were closed. Right. So how did all these, all of Amy's friends get in in the first place? Like, I, so they get out, unlock the gate, drive through the gate, get back out, close the gate, then drive the rest of the way up to the morgue. Like, it doesn't make sense. Uh, so anyway, freak the fuck out. He starts backing away from his car. He keeps backing away and backing away. Because yeah, he sees the, the back door is open. Yes. I think, I think, yeah, so... He turns back to his car. The back door is open, which he didn't open. So, uh oh. Yeah, and he backs right up into Kane. Sure. Bumps right into him. Kane grabs Seth by the head, digs his fingers into Seth's soft, wet eye holes, <laughs> and begins squeezing his head. Seth screams in pain as blood runs down his face. We fade away to various shots of the hospital and all of Kane's victims. While, while soft music while plays. soft music and little girls sing over it in the music. And, ooh, creepy kids. Yeah. And we get another shot of Kane's mother lying on her death slab or whatever you want to call it. Death slab! <laughs> death slab! That sounds like an 80s heavy metal band. No, it sounds so awesome! Death slab! Death slab! <laughs> I don't know why I'm just getting a real big kick out of Death Slam. <laughs> oh, shit. That's what we're calling it from now on. <laughs> they open up the Death Slab, and there he is. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, I enjoyed that so much. That's great. Death Slam. Uh, <laughs> so after we see Kane's mom, it cuts back to a very close-up shot of Kane, like just his face, and he's giving this creepy smile. And we hear in voiceover Kane say, I see it. Blackout, roll credits. Uh, I gotta say though, but the close up of his face again with that, and he's trying to give a smile, he's trying to give grin, a smile. But it's so hard to see it, and it doesn't look, it, it looks, looks almost clown like it comes because that fucking mask. It just looks stupid. It does. It looks, looks like a big dumb oof. Yeah. Oh, he's like, <laughs> it's, it's not scary. 
trying to explain to him how like like something works. He just can't seem to grasp right. it. And he's like, huh? <laughs> and it went. <laughs> He looks more confused and yeah. scary. And that dumb mask just makes it even worse. Like, it's so bad. So bad. But anyway, the credits roll. That's See No Evil 2. Uh, let's move on to this week's favorite kills. There can be only one favorite kill. Aaron, what what do you got this week? Oh, man, I, I was really disappointed with the kills in this movie. There was just one kill that kind of, you know, I, I I said it throughout the podcast. The first three kills were just absolute bullshit. Oh, yeah. What the hell is going on? Finally picks up and gets a little better, but not nearly the quality of what it was in See No Evil, the first movie. Oh, 100% agree with you on that. So much different. So much more violent and fun to watch and great kills. But if I guess I got to pick one of them, it's going to be Tamara getting the fleshing knife through the neck because you actually see the whole process go through and that one's kind of in slow motion too it doesn't cut her head off it cuts like a giant like yeah almost halfway off it's cool looking it's well done that's my favorite kill um yeah there's really not much room for argument in this week because they all sucked uh it was that was one of the biggest disappointments with this movie is like uh the kills were just so bad. Really and in the, bad. in the first movie, they were, if I remember correctly, pretty they were good. Really, really good. good. And brutal and vicious. And it is, it's because Kane had such physicality. I mean, when he grabbed someone, to, like, he, he choked out two people in this one, basically. Yeah. But in the other one, like, he grabbed someone and threw them, like, smashed them up into the elevator and smashed them back yeah. down. The brutality in the first yes. one was so great and well believable. It's so good. And this one is like, eh. Um, so, but I, I'm gonna have to agree with you. Uh, Tamara as well. It's gotta be. I, I don't really. I mean, you, one might argue Will with the saw blade come up through it, but and eh, yeah. I still like Tamara's is the best visual, the best, and uh, and she's actually really she's probably like the best character in the movie too. She's yeah. the most fun. Um, so at least she got good death. All right, so that that's really it. It's very disappointing this week. All right, let's move on to odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films. They researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? Alright, ratings. IMDb gives it a 4.8 out of 10. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 60% on the thermometer. I'm sorry, did you say 6-0? 60% on the thermometer score, which is insanely high, I thought, for a Rotten Tomatoes review. And this is not audience score. No, audience score gave it a 30%. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually the other way around. Yeah, I know, but I'm like, what? Yeah. Uh, Amazon gives it a 3.3 out of 5. Must be a lot of wrestling fans out there uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, trivia, it was, the only thing I covered was the director came at the beginning, so I'm not going to... Um, so that's it. Uh, plot keywords. Oh, I forgot to do the plot keywords this week. I have my sop plot keywords, but it's blank. So oh, fuck it. dare you. I'm sorry. I'm sure that's everybody's favorite point p- part of this is the plot keywords. <laughs> my favorite part. Is it really? No. <laughs> no, I didn't think so. Unless there's panties. Yeah, no. I, there, there's there's no panties in this movie. There really aren't. There are no panties. No. There's bra, but no panties. Hmm. But, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, so moving <laughs> on. Uh, c- brings us to the budget game. Time for Aaron to blow his wad with the budget game. All right. Now, All right. Now, the budget game, Aaron, is a little different. We're not doing budget. Okay. We're doing total gross sales between DVD and Blu-ray. How much Interesting. This, how much movie did this make in sales? Because that's, that's the only number to go by. Wow. There's no yeah, category yeah, release. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. 
Well, um, but, so there was no... You didn't get an actual budget of what it made to make the film. Nope. This was so the only number just, I could find was okay. what it grossed in sales. Between DVD and Blu-ray. Do we have a time frame? No. That's, that's the, but I, I'm going to say it has to be within at least probably like the first year or so. Or, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can't mean... Because if you buy it today, I, I, I don't think that, that grows... Technically, it would be gross sales, but I think there's some kind of sure. time limit. Well, um, this is tricky. Yeah. This, this is, is really tricky. Yeah, this is going to be a again, I don't, tricky like, one. DVDs and Blu-rays have different price points as well. Well, basically, it's, well, it's just it's, it's. I say use twenty dollars. Yeah, as your that's basic, what I was going to do. Your basic, uh, yeah, unit. Unit. Yeah. yeah. So let's say around twenty dollars. Blu-ray unit. might be twenty-five and or something. And let's just. I mean, a fucking dude. The marketing of WWF, you know, I mean, they're just going to millions and millions and millions of people watch Raw and SmackDown, right? Yeah, but they didn't market this movie that much. Although that, 2014, I'm trying to remember if I was really watching wrestling too much at that point. Um, but still, they're going to talk about it here and there. A little bit, but they, like, the first one, they marketed out the ass because that yeah, was in did. the theaters. And the, But the second one, I don't think they really had, it was done by WWE Studios and, and Lionsgate, I believe, yeah. at least WWE mm-hmm. Studios. Mm-hmm. But uh, they didn't really, I don't remember a whole lot of hype for this one as so, they did but the first one. Still, regardless, people know. Yeah. And pe- there's millions and millions and millions of wrestling fans out there. I think on their social media, they actually have over a billion, billion people that follow, which yeah. is insane. Yeah. So, <clears throat> let's take that into account. You want to know something? Yeah, why you think? Here's what I also say. I saw a, f- a number that showed like the top 10 most valuable sporting. Uh, events in the world. Number one was the Super Bowl. Yes. Number two was, I think, the FIFA World Cup Finals or something like that. Number three, WrestleMania. It's insane. It's insane. Like, if WrestleMania would be on Stanley Cup, World Series, NBA Championships, and like some other stuff. Like, yeah. The, no, WrestleMania was number three most valued sporting event it's in the world. bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's that's piggybacking off of that. This guy's a pro wrestler. Yep. You know, a world champion. You know, a very popular, popular figure in the world of pro, of pro wrestling. Fuck. Uh, hundred, $100 million. You, okay, you think it made 100 mil nah. in gross sales. All right. You. Yeah. This may be your biggest overshoot <laughs> ever. <laughs> Ever, man, I, uh, I, I really. You blew the wad all over the place, dude. I'm covered in your wad right now. It's just the walls are dripping in the blood in the wad. Uh, total gross sales one million six hundred thirty-one thousand four hundred twenty-two dollars. Ooh, that's a big blow. Yeah, man, I uh, hundred million. <laughs> Jesus, I put a put a lot more stock in that. Though. Yeah, I don't know if any horror movie's done a hundred million in gross sales in DVDs. I, I'm maybe something, but I don't know. Uh, uh, I, I, yeah. I, I mean, that, I, I'm sure it's more, but that puts up that that'd be like Avengers category, 100 million. It's revenue. It's like Avengers no, they, level. They, they mean like over a billion. Yeah, I'm sure. By Mike, you're getting up there though. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, there you go. <laughs> so I, 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 I don't know how the budget. I'm sure it costs at least that or not more than that to make. So I, it probably ended up losing money. What was I thinking? Uh, I don't know what the fuck know. you were thinking. I told you earlier I wasn't feeling well. Yeah. So. I, I I know I paid like five bucks for it. Ah, that's what you're like. I love that you're like use twenty dollars as the metric. I paid five for my. Well, because because no, no, I was about to say I I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. You like, set me up, you son of a bitch. That's <laughs> true. Because my sale wouldn't have gone towards the gross sales because I didn't buy it new from a store. Oh. I bought it like. From Family Video when they were doing a movie sale, like it was on the show. I'm like, oh, five bucks, oh, I'll take boy. it. So that doesn't count. But yeah, I got it for five bucks. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, let's move on to this week's five star reviews. 
These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five star reviews. All right. There are 357 total reviews on Amazon. 100 of them were five stars with 55 of them being one stars. So again, very, a lot of people watch this movie, man. Yeah. A lot of people watch it. From PC Hassler. This could never win an award, but it won my heart. Five stars. Michael M. Dog Norris writes, uh, See No Evil was awesome, but part two was incredible. Jacob Goodnight is the new face of fear. Rest in peace, Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers and Leatherface. Five stars. <laughs> Did he say, and Michael Myers and Leatherface? Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, Jonathan Pock writes, Okay. Five stars. That <laughs> was cracking me up. Okay. David V. See No Evil Part 2 in Blu-ray. It wonderful. Then it came. The ending was fair. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> it's like English is a second language. <laughs> in Part 2 in Blu-ray. It wonderful. Then it came. The ending was fair. Huh? Maybe it's third language. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe it's third. But ending was fair. Five stars. Again, that's, that's a weird way to... And HM... Good night makes Jason look like he needs to hit the gym. Five stars. <laughs> One star reviews. Now these are a little different. Uh, from <laughs> from Arlen, right? I don't watch these kinds of films. My partner does. One star. It's like okay. <laughs> like, why are you even writing? Why are you reviewing it? If you don't watch this, why are you reviewing it? Like fuck you, Arlen. Like, <laughs> it's like that's bullshit. Yeah, I know. Don't it's... rip a movie apart because you don't watch it, or give it a one star rating because your partner does. Like what? Fuck it's you, Arlen. Like, like my wife watches Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I don't watch it, but I don't go on Creepy on the Kardashian side and be like, you guys suck! It's <laughs> like, that's what she watches. <laughs> uh, from Robert F. Deschino, he chokes everyone in the same hallway. Bad form. <laughs> Seven foot ballerina massacre. One star. <laughs> I kind of like that. Uh, from RL, the best that can be said there here is that this film reaches for new levels of blatantly padding out the runtime while putting absolutely minimal effort into character or plot one star. And this last one's kind of is, is longer, but uh, it kind of touched on a lot of points we, we, uh, we, we've talked about. So here we go from Joey entitled fantasy horror, full of impo- inf- impossibilities, full of impossibilities. This is fantasy horror at its best. Granted it is well-produced. However, if you have any brains, don't waste your time to point out some of the issues. The morgue is huge and only has three employees. The killer shuts all the lights off in this huge morgue, a feat that would take an, an electrician more than two seconds, which I don't get that one because uh, it's basically contradicting his own point. But anyway, the killer chains up all the exits in record time. There are no emergency lights powered by batteries, which have probably been part of the public building requirements for the last 10,000 years. <laughs> uh, but there are emergency lights. There are in there. Yeah. Uh, there are uh, no emergency fire alarms for the employees to use. The killer pretends to be dead so he doesn't have to go to jail. His mortal wound being some type of impalement in his eye, which seems to penetrate to his brain. I'm guessing you didn't see the first one. The morgue seemingly has no phones, although it's carefully shown that all mobile devices are locked in a small safe on employees' work. The devices are never brought up after this display. I suppose we are to presume that all the securing the building and shutting off lights included disabling any and all outside communications. <laughs> One of the morgue employees is in a wheelchair. Obviously, he's getting killed or will be or will be the surviving hero. And finally, the killer survives being embalmed by the last survivor only to kill him a few moments by beating him, in, beating him to his own vehicle and hiding in the back seat. How could the killer now know which car was his? 
Uh, I would recommend that the bad dude get a job in building maintenance as his true skill set appears to lean in that direction. One star. Um, not bad. Not bad. But some of his points were wrong. I was, They weren't quite right. But still, there it is. Brings us to our final thoughts on the movie. Aaron, what do you have to say for See No Evil 2? So disappointed. Yeah. Oh, my God. So disappointed. And I know we've talked about this before. Movies should be, uh, sequels should be made to, you know, either piggyback, you know, to, to continue the story or be better than the first. And this was a direct, direct, uh, the next day or hours later. Just hours. The same hours. night. It's, it's Halloween yeah. 2. It's the same night. <laughs> and there's so many things that just did not work, did not fit. One, this guy is a huge mass murderer. He's got dozens of bodies. And he's like, once he passed away, everyone's like, old Old hat. Yeah. No police officers assisting the body, doing investigations, any sort of like looking at the body. No, like yeah, no detectives, no reporters, or no detectives, no nothing. They're just like, Meh. no. That's a that's a really good point to bring up too. Like, yeah, when that body gets dropped, you would think there'd be reporters at the ambulance wanting to get pictures, or right. or and the or and detectives that yes. want to you know, examine the body and keep it secure uh-huh. and make sure. That's yes. a great point. That none of that's there either. All this stuff. I mean, all this stuff is just it's just all bullshit. Okay. Uh, another thing that really pissed me off, too, which actually I thought was kind of funny. Uh, I did a little investigating myself when there was a moment when the, the goth girl, Tamara, comes back. And I don't she's, think she's goth, but okay. Well, whatever. She's talking to the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. And she says, hey, this is blowing up on Twitter. And I'm like, ooh, hold on. Twitter did she say Twitter? She did say Twitter. Okay. This is blowing up on Twitter. And I go, wait a minute, bitch. <laughs> I checked it. Twitter was invented in March 21st, 2006. Bullshit. There's no way. It was like... Just starting. Twitter wasn't really a thing yet. It just. What do you mean? This was released in 2014. No, yeah, that, no, no. So Twitter was a thing. In to... When did the events take place? 2006. The very first movie was oh, made okay, in 2006. Okay. All right, you're right. right. Okay, so right, if we're talking. So this should okay, be. Okay, you're right. Yeah, so if if Twitter's even invented well, yet. Well, she was one of the it's first just users of Twitter. starting. Yeah, it's and it's blowing up on starting. a very, into, very young. I was just like, mm, Twitter. Yeah, I was, I was just like, yeah, yeah, I was just like, ooh, that's the bullshit number one. You know, I, I'm just like, okay. <laughs> but the guy's, he's. <sighs> is he. Is he supernatural? Apparently he is now. Is Something that, happened. Is that yeah. what we're supposed to believe? Because if he's supernatural. When did he become supernatural? He doesn't seem to have any sort of like moment when he becomes supernatural. You know, is there a time when he goes from being dead and they're showing little flicks of life here and there in him? And he doesn't seem to like have that moment either if he's just alive and he's killing again or if he's supernatural because he's doing a lot of supernatural. Well, according esp- to his mother in the first movie, he is the hand of God. That's why, you know, killing the sinners. <laughs> so maybe that's a supernatural. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, um, we've, we've talked about it. We've touched on it. I hate the fact that he can teleport everywhere. Yeah. I hate the fact that he can just do all this weird crap uh, that he's very nimble on his feet when he's uh, hulking in the next. How the fuck did he get into that guy's car? Just like one of the reviewers said. How did he know that that was the exact same car? How do you not see a seven foot, 323 pound man in the back seat of your goddamn Volvo? Yeah. Shit. Well, that's what made, like, well, anyway, what you, did you give it a final? So bad, it's fucking scary, Marshall. Okay. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the official. I, I wasn't sure if I, you said I missed it or if I, you just I'm sorry. Say. I just started going off on a rant there. Um, I started going off on a path. I did not. I, I was so disappointed with this movie. It really left a bad taste in my mouth. 
The first one was fun, lots of good kills. The way he used his body, the kills. I mean, the, the, the even when he swung an axe, it was terrifying. Yeah. This one, not nearly as is no as, as, I, well, as, as brutal, wonder, gruesome, violent, and intense. I uh, so bad it's scary. I agree with you on a lot of things. A lot of things. I do was a hundred percent disappointed. Um, the first one, like I said, he was so imposing and so just great and so so brutal in the first. I mean, he's slamming people around. He's hooking them on chains and flinging them around and busting through stuff. It's so great. And then they just basically got rid of all of that in this one. Yes. Like, yeah, he breaks through some walls. I'm like, okay, doors. I'm like, okay, great. But the brutality just wasn't there. And sometimes I wonder, maybe, like, was Kane hurt or something during this time? Does he just, or was he just not able to do, be as brutal? I don't know, but that was incredibly disappointing. I was also, um, just, again, the kills were disappointing. I don't know how I feel about like, if this was just like a standalone sequel. Like if it was like, okay, instead of trying to make it like the same night, like, like Halloween to it, if they just like, okay, it's going to be two, three years later, Jacob and comes back and just do it. Maybe that would have been better. Like, uh, and then try to explain this. Cause especially that death kill. Yes. His kill at the end of the first one is hard to, pretty hard to pull back from real hard to especially say, especially like yeah. the night of and say, Oh, he's okay. And when you see him dying, the ambulance, now he's back. And then, also the fact that, okay, between the two deaths, between this one, the first one and this one, there's going to be a microchasm, a miracle of a chance that some weird way he survives that first kill. But I don't think there's any fucking way anyone's surviving being, having embalming fluid pushed through their body, all the blood come out, and you're basically, what you need to survive and live blood is gone, replaced with embalming fluid. Like, that would kill you. There's no coming back from that. But yet, he gets back up and he easily, nimbly, somehow, gets out of the building and to the car or to the gate. Yeah. Now, I don't know if he was actually in the car or... Because, like I said, if you see him in the windshield, I don't know if he was like... What, what, he's still nimble and super fast. But I don't know if he beat Seth to the gate. Then Seth got out of the car. And while Seth was walking to the gate, he, he ninjaed behind Seth to open his car door... And then ninja back to the other side of the <laughs> gate so he could be bumped into. But either way, I don't know. The kills were disappointing, um, which is a big thing because I watched the spe- one of the special features on the DVD, Blu-ray, and they're talking, it's like called Anatomy of the Kill, and they're talking about how great, you know, all these, they're so proud of these kills. And like, oh, we're doing kills that everyone doesn't think anybody's ever seen anything like this before. Fuck and these kills you. are going to be so great. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, fuck you. It's like, yeah. these kills sucked. Yeah. We've seen people get choked a billion times we've seen people get sliced in the neck a billion times okay the embalming fluid that's original i guess uh being sawed up through the chest is somewhat fine whatever but that's it, not original but it's not original like there's nothing they said but i will say they the, the fleshy knife that knife thing he uses that is something they created just, just for this movie it's no not shit. A real, obviously but they were very <laughs> proud of that but even that's like you know what Get rid of that. I would have like been really happy to just keep have him keep using the damn chain and hook. Give him his like he used it once and just got rid of it. Yeah, that's a yeah. great weapon for Kane. And he had that in the and first was, one. And he a used it times. a lot. Yeah. Like and it was so good. But at the same time, I watch this. I don't know if I can say so bad it's scary or good because it's not. It's not great. What are you doing? But it's not awful either. What are you doing? It's 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 kind of like eh. It's there. Um, I wanted to see more from Kane though. I expect a lot better. I would still love to see, I would love to see, I know he's in the politics now, make a number three. I would love to see Kane or become Jason. I want to see Kane in more horror movies. 
doing this. They can make a third one. Fuck this one. Uh, uh, or, you know, do what they're doing now. Just, you know, reboot the storyline. Get rid of number two and yeah. make a new sequel. Uh, I would love to see Kane continue on doing this in this role because I really enjoy him and just be, be as brutal and intimidating as he is. But can I say it's so bad it's scary? I- yes, you can. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I don't like where you're going. <laughs> uh, I mean, Daniel Harris, people are going to like it. It's fine. She's in it. Kane's fine. You know, he's not as not as great, but he's fine. He's not bad or anything. It's just kind of, you could kind of skip it. So, but, so I guess by our standards and what we normally go for, even though it's not a ba- that bad of a movie as compared to other ones, I'm going to have to say... So bad it's scary. Dude, just... that's like pulling teeth. I don't understand. Look, I know you're a wrestling guy. It has like, nothing to do with Are pain. you sure? Yes. Because this movie sucked. <laughs> I was looking at it from all but it, it has all the components of a, a modern day horror slash movie. That's all there. It's just not done as good as it should be or others have been. The elements are there. The acting's not bad. The production value is solid. The sound's good. It, it looks good. It's just lets you down. So I can't say it's, it's not like Night of the Demon bad or it's not like, you know, Dark Walker piss poor bad, but it's just like, like eh, it left me wanting, but so it's not horrible, but like, you could skip it. You're not going to miss anything. It doesn't break any new ground, but, but so I'm saying it's, I don't know, whatever. It is what it is. There's my final. There we go. So bad. It's scary. You know, we were talking about that embalming fluid. Yeah. Just going back to that real quick. He sticks him in the leg. Yeah. In the in the thigh. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Flips the switch. Yeah. And it takes a good two or three seconds before you see the bombing fluid spinning through. Why didn't he just pull it out? Yeah, there's a lot of things Kane does. He just kind of stands around a lot in this moment. Doesn't, like, yeah. He doesn't attack when he should attack at times. And he could've, Yeah, he could have just pulled that needle out real quick. Just could have been like, hmm, let me get that out of there. Yeah. And even when it first starts pumping, you could pull it out right away. And still before yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Like, and there's eh. another thing. You know, uh, it's not going to travel through your bloodstream and pump all that stuff out. It's not going to do that. It's not It's not going to work like that. If it gets stabbed in the muscle, it's just going to fluid and collect and yeah, that's build what, in that well, muscle. Well, that's what we said about the embalming. Seth is, he just might be really shitty at his job then, not knowing what he's doing. Because <laughs> he's just shoving in random body parts and pumping it full of liquid. He's not taking the blood out of their veins and putting it in like a pump. Like, yeah, so who it's knows? so bad. Um, oh, I, was, I saw that. I'm like, no! <laughs> <laughs> Nerd rage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Moon Goons, that's it for this week. We gotta get going because we got to get the WrestleMania. So I wish everybody again a very happy WrestleMania weekend. Enjoy it if you're watching it. Uh, if not, you should watch it. We're gonna be out. We're gonna go watch it. So in the meantime, guys, watch more horror movies and WrestleMania, and remember <laughs> to always keep it tight. <laughs>